0: Hello there, what it do, how are you, and welcome to episode 33 of Above the Nest with Rachel, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. It's a great day to talk football, that is Eagles football, of course, and I'm your host Rachel Prevett, getting you hip very quick to what's happening. Before we get things going, I have a very, very special announcement. We here at BGN Radio are doing some really big things for you guys. Odds and End Zones with Seamus and Zoe will be recording a live podcast on Saturday, November 13th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Mitchell and Nest at 1306 Walnut Street in Philadelphia. So if you're in the area, Feel free to stop by, show some love, leave your Eagles hot take, and if you spend $150 or more, you do have the chance of winning two tickets to the Eagles versus Washington football team game on Sunday, December 19th. But let's get to the Eagles latest news. The Eagles are now 3-6 after they lost to the LA Chargers 27-24 to 24 week 9. It wasn't, surprised, like surprisingly, it wasn't an ugly loss. Jalen Hurts completed 11 of 17 passes for 162 yards with one touchdown. So I'm going to touch on the good and the bad from his performance. He did have two bad throws in the first half and he took full accountability, full responsibility for these mistakes. He overthrew Dallas Goddard on the opening drive and he also missed Devontae Smith, who was wide open in the end zone on third and goal from the six yard line. But other than that, the Devontae Smith connection, the Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith connection was there. He was targeted six times. He had five catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. I thought that Jalen Hurts did a good job not only leaning on his legs, picking up first downs when he needed to, but also when it was down to the wire. He was able to channel that dog mentality and put the team on his back. Of course it wasn't enough because the team still did not win, but it was really cool to see when the Eagles were down 24 to 17, he was able to, during a 10-play, 78-yard drive that included the uh, flip, I'm sure a lot, of, a lot of you guys have seen, it resulted in a 28-yard touchdown pass to Devontae Smith, and it kept the Eagles in the game. It kept things exciting. It wasn't like just the game was over. Like He kept fighting, so that's always good to see, and I talk about that time and time again, just the type of player and leader that he is. But like I mentioned at the end of the day, it wasn't enough because the Eagles defense did not show up. They were just completely out of whack. And of course, Jonathan Gannon is definitely to blame for that. The Eagles defensive lineman had zero sacks, zero tackles for loss, and zero QB hits in week nine. The Eagles defense also allowed a fifth quarterback this season to complete more than 80% of his passes in a game. What is going on with the defense? Like at this point, we just need new players all together. Justin Herbert looked nearly perfect. He finished completing 32 of 38 for 356 yards with three touchdowns. He averaged 9.4 yards per pass. And according to Pro Football Focus, he had the quickest time to throw from week nine at an average of 2.35 seconds. So now the Eagles put Week 9 behind them on to Week 10, and they're heading to Denver to face the 5-4 Denver Broncos Sunday, November 14th at 4.25 p.m. The Broncos are coming off of a surprisingly huge Week 9 victory after the upset on the number one team in the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys. They defeated them 30-16. to 16. Teddy Bridgewater finished 19 of 28 for 249 yards. He had a touchdown and a rushing touchdown. And this was a dominant performance on both sides of the ball for the Broncos. The offense showed up and did what they had to do and the defense held it down. And that's a complete victory. The Broncos edge rushers stepped up to the plate big time. Outside linebacker Jonathan Cooper led the team with four tackles, two QB hits, and two sacks. Also, rookie cornerback Patrick Sertain, before he left the game with an injury, he played extremely well. Safety Caden Stern also had an interception, so huge performance from the defense. And now taking a a look at the offense, running back Melvin Gordon finished the day with 21 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown. Running back Javante Williams finished uh, rushing the ball 17 times for 111 rushing yards. Wide receiver Tim Patrick had four catches on five targets for 85 yards and a touchdown, and he leads the team with four touchdown receptions on the season. The offensive line had a huge day. Wide receiver Jerry Judy is definitely a threat. Wide receiver Kendall Hinton is definitely a threat. So like I mentioned, all around complete victory by the Broncos over the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to combine the roster moves with the injury report. When it comes to the roster moves, the Eagles um, officially signed running back Jordan Howard to the roster. They had moved him up from the practice squad, but he is officially a member of the actual roster. And the Eagles also released their final injury report on Friday afternoon. Josh Sweat and Andre Diller were both listed as questionable. There were no other injury designations, however. Miles Sanders is required to miss his third game on injured reserve, but he's eligible to return to the roster after this matchup against Denver. As for the Broncos, rookie cornerback Patrick Sertain is among the 10 Broncos listed as questionable for Sunday's game against the Eagles. Some of the other players listed were Shelby Harris, Malik Reed, Tim Patrick, uh, McTelvin Agam, Caden Stearns baron browning and when it comes to uh, players who were ruled out with injuries starting tackles garrett bowles and bobby massey on friday afternoon nfl network reporter tom pellicero did tweet out that broncos offensive coordinator pat schumer is in COVID-19 protocols and is not expected to coach Sunday's game against the Eagles. He later followed with tweets that said it's not yet clear who will be responsible for play calling for Denver. The two options are running back coach Curtis Modkins and quarterback coach Mike Shula, who are both a former coordinators. Lastly, some fun and exciting news. The Eagles are switching things up this week. For the very first time, they're pairing their white road jersey tops with black pants. The Eagles usually wear white on white, but during a game earlier this season when rookie wide receiver Devontae Smith was mic'd up, he was having a conversation with Eagles passing game coordinator Kevin Petullo. And Smith expressed how he wanted to wear all green, but then Kevin Petulo recommended wearing black pants with a white jersey. So it looks like Petulo got his wish and it's going to be exciting to see this new look on Sunday. But that is going to be a wrap on episode 33 of Above the Nest with Rachelle. Like always, don't forget to tap into all of the BGN content on the feed. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bleeding Green Insta. Follow us on Twitter at BGN underscore radio. You might as well subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're at it. But like I mentioned, the Eagles hit the road to face the Denver Broncos Week 10. That game will take place on Sunday, November 14th at 425 p.m. And immediately after, we will have the BGN Instant Reaction Show like we do every single week. As always, thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. You guys are the most loyal. You guys are just awesome. And we're so grateful for you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. And we out! G.N.